Hi, I'm Garth Tanner. I'm Jamie Wincup. I'm Lee Holdsworth. I'm James Courtney. We're the Forex Angels and you're listening to the V8 Insiders. It's your weekly dose of V8 news on the V8 Insiders. Now here's your host, Craig Revell. Todd Kelly joins us on the line now. And uh, Todd, how are you looking at 2010 and 2011 knowing that 2012 there is going to be the car of the future? Yeah, well, the good thing about uh, our situation is we've done a massive amount of work in our first six months this year with uh, changing the spec of all the components, and we've got to the point where we're pretty happy with uh, running running what we've got. And the biggest gains are probably just learning how to uh, tune what we've got and get the most out of what we've got. If you go and change something in the car now, it'll take uh, two or three rounds to really find the window of where the setup needs to be with the car. So. We're probably not going to do a hell of a lot of development ourselves over that period anyway, and we're certainly being quite careful about how many new chassis we build as well, because that will obviously, you know, become redundant when the when the new car comes out. So um, it's good to have plenty of notice, and the category's done a fantastic job with how it rolls the whole thing out, and uh, we'll make sure that we basically run out of everything that uh, we aren't allowed to run from that point on, and uh, it gives us plenty of time to do that. Mm. Now, normally, you are sort of very heavily involved in the engineering side of the team. Todd's involved in a lot of the marketing and, and a lot of those sides of the, uh, of the enterprise. But uh, who goes to the, to the board meetings or, or to these meetings that we're seeing this week where the, uh, the rollout of the car of the future is given? Do you both get to go? No, well, it's, uh, it is quite good how Rick and I don't overlap in anything that we do. He's interested in different aspects of the team to, to myself, but we're both over the whole thing. Um, but this is probably one of the things that I'll, I'll go to, and there's bits and pieces like the marketing side of, uh, of the sport, those kind of meetings that we have Supercars Australia has where Rick will attend, but uh, it's quite good we don't have to go there and sit beside each other and argue about, <laughs> about the car, and I'll go back and give him a full... Um, briefing on, on what went on, so um, it's actually been quite good working with Rick this year. We haven't really had one uh, period where we've had a, a, a disagreement, it's just it's all been too easy this year, so hopefully it can stay like that. Mm. Of course, uh, how big a help was it going back to Phillip Island and getting to run on a track twice in the one year? Well, that, that was a huge help for us, more so than any other team, because that, that's one of the things that is a little bit harder for us. Every track we go to, uh, we, we're there for the first time with our team in our cars and, and a lot of other teams are there for their 15th or 20th time and they've obviously accumulated a lot of data and, and uh, knowledge from those circuits. So that has been pretty tough for us and as as you saw from the weekend at Phillip Island, it made a huge difference to our performance, just having a little bit more data on that circuit and, and to be able to go away and think about how to fix up any little issues that we did have uh, certainly made the second time round a lot easier for us. Now you go to a track that no one's got any data on, and uh, we found out last week on the show about the simulators. Do you do you get into the simulators and try the simulators out? Um, no, not really. <laughs> we're, we're all too busy at work. We don't get time to um, play the computer. You mean the computer games more so than the well? I mean the, the, uh, the actual simulator car simulation. The, the Homebush simulator that they've already got released. I know. Uh, a lot of the Walkinshaw boys have already done a few laps of Homebush in it. Yeah, no, they've got a head start on us. We normally just get there and uh, have a really good look at the track when when it's actually all together 
And uh, if you get there and, and have a, a good look at it and get a chance to, to sleep on it the night before you actually drive around it, that's about uh, all you need to go out and, and be on the money in the first practice session. So we'll be, we'll be definitely paying a lot more attention than normal though when we, when we walk around the place for the first time. And, and what are your thoughts about this race? This is the jewel in the crown for Tony Cochran, but uh, what, what are your feelings going to it? Well, we can't wait just to see how big it's actually going to be. It's uh, you know, it's probably the biggest thing that's happened in V8 supercars uh, really since I've been in the game. So to uh, to go to a place like that in, in Sydney and have it as our last round of the championship, it, there's no doubt that it's going to be uh, absolutely huge for the category and uh, it'll be great for all the drivers as well to go to a track like that. Well, Todd, we wish you all the best in two weeks' time when you hit the homebush, and uh, glad to hear that you are all right after what looked like a very heavy hit. Thanks very much. Hi, I'm Shane Van Gisbergen from the Stone Brothers Racing SP Tools. You're listening to V8 Insiders. You've taken the V8 to the races. you watch the action on TV. Now, read about them in V8X Magazine. V8X Magazine, dedicated to just one thing, V8 Supercars. Showcasing some of today's best writers and award-winning photographers, V8X brings you all the news and in-depth interviews demanded by today's V8 Supercar fans in one action-packed magazine. V8X, the number one magazine in V8 Supercar coverage. Out now. Well, Craig Williams, one of the uh, great Silly Season rumours that we've uh, heard is that you might be starting your own race team. <laughs> that that is probably just a fact. It is a rumour. It's uh, uh, for me. I'd never have, uh, uh, never want to. I should say, uh, own a race team in, the, in in that sense. I uh, probably hire some people. I could never fire anyone. And uh, you know, really, uh, you know, my business now is probably not good enough to uh, to sit in that that uh, that top chair. It's uh, you know, I'd leave that up to Roland Dane and uh, and all the other bosses in in the sport. Well, whilst you're talking about bosses in the sport, one of them came out and said you. Uh over the hill. You're not that old yet, are you? <laughs> I'm 35, and I think that uh, you know, hopefully I've got another at least five, six, maybe more years in me yet. But uh, well, I, I suppose it's, it's one of those things that uh, everyone's got an opinion on everyone else. And uh, you know, um, I think uh, uh, Craig Wilson has come out and uh, you know branded me as the as the old man of the sport. And uh, I suppose when you look at it, uh, you know, I'm probably becoming more of the older established drivers, but definitely not the oldest. If you look at Russell Ingall, um, even Steve Richards, Greg Murphy, Jason Bright, they're all older than I am. So so it's uh, yeah, it's sort of funny for them to uh, come and make that comment. They're probably more worried about what we uh, hope to do to them next year, which is beat them in their own product. So the bottom line is, Craig Lowndes doesn't need no rocking chair. No, definitely not yet. And uh, and if I get to that point, I'll, I want a motorised wheelchair it's, uh, with with some set of mags and uh, and probably some flames out the back. It's um, no, no, far from it. And uh, you know, I think that the weekend uh, just gone at um, you know, over in Western Australia, I think that uh, our team and uh, you know our format. Uh, and my performance, I suppose, is uh, you know is, is probably uh, I guess shut the critics up. You know, we had we've had a pole position and a, a race win. I know it's probably a long time between drinks, but uh, you know, still uh, you know got the capabilities to uh, to be able to get up there and uh, mix it with the young guys. Mm. And going to Sydney is a perfect time to show them once again that uh, you uh, also can adapt quick, which is another thing they say about old men. They can't take new challenges on as quickly as possible. Oh, I'm not sure about that. I think that uh, you know the, the beauty of, uh, of Sydney will uh, be the same as when we went to Townsville in the year. It's uh, we go to a brand new track with no previous knowledge or understanding of it, and we walk the track, we try and analyse the track, we try and um, you know, I guess 
uh, compare it to other circuits we go to, and, and then yeah, then it, can, then it comes down to basically drivers and, and engineers getting their head around the best setups and uh, conditions. So um, you know, I think it's the same for everyone. I think you'll see that uh, you know, over the course of the weekend at Sydney, the cars will get faster and more competitive, and uh, you know, the, the smarter and the better drivers will be up the front. And that's really, uh, I hope I'm not putting a mocker on myself, but so you know, that, that's just the fact of it that we don't have any previous data to use off or work from. So it's uh, yeah, look, it's one of those uh, great opportunities we have as drivers to go to a brand new facility. Do you use the hyper simulator for when you're going to tracks like that? Uh, well, it's a bit, a bit hard. Now, there's no games uh, already set up for uh, Homebush, but uh, yeah, we have used them in the past. But it's more for fun and more for, for uh, and I suppose, to be honest, um, Levi gets on the uh, on the PlayStation games and, uh, you know, he, he kicks my butt. He's got uh, probably more or better hand-eye coordination than I have. And, uh, you know, but when we get into obviously, the race car, it's, uh, it'll give us a different sense of, uh, you know, where lefts and rights and what, what uh, sort of corner speeds, what gear ratios we need. So it's going to be, a uh, you know, one of those things we'll, we'll analyse and check and develop as, as the weekend goes on. Mm. Well, Craig, it's a pleasure to catch up with you. All the best in Sydney. And, uh, well, I'm glad to, uh, well, I guess some people will be glad to hear that you're not only going to be racing and owning a team, they'll just have to put up with your racing. <laughs> Definitely. It's something that's one of those things that, uh, yeah, as I said, that I'm quite I'm more than happy to, uh, to sit behind the race wheel, not to sit behind a desk. The views expressed on V8 Insiders, including the panellists and guests, do not reflect those of the network, Thunder Media, sportradio.com.au or V8X Magazine. Any publication or rebroadcast of the show without the expressed written permission of Thunder Media is strictly prohibited. Hi, I'm Tony Delberto from Rod Nash Racing. You're listening to V8 Insiders. You've taken the V8 to the races. you watch the action on TV. Now, read about them in V8X Magazine. V8X Magazine, dedicated to just one thing, V8 Supercars. Showcasing some of today's best writers and award-winning photographers, V8X brings you all the news and in-depth interviews demanded by today's V8 Supercar fans in one action-packed magazine. V8X, the number one magazine in V8 Supercar coverage. Out now. Well, Dave Reynolds, you wouldn't believe your luck. It finally looked like it had turned. And, <laughs> as they say in the classics, it was all over but the shouting. Just a few laps from the end of the race. I know, tell me about it. It was something you wouldn't read about. I was on top of the world, running in second, and you know, looking very well, very strong, looking after my tyres, and had a decent gap to Todd, and it was about four seconds to Todd, so I had enough buffer to even back it off for a couple of laps and still finish second. And then the wheel nut, the front left wheel nut rattled itself loose and uh, cut the tyre in half and got me a, gave me a flat tyre. Now... What was the difference between Dave Reynolds in that race and Dave Reynolds the rest of the year? Well, um, good, good, very good strategy by my engineer Jason Bush. He uh, made a last-minute call to put the, the start on the soft tyres, and then we were sort of um, tossing and turning whether to take the take the soft tyres off and put the hard tyre back on and continue to continue the race, or we we're going to cross the right front to the left rear, vice versa, of the soft tyre and charge on, which we did, because they were, they were, they were holding in there. The, the times were very competitive to the, to the hard tyre as well. But, um, yeah, it was just something you can't, you can't read about. It was just so unlucky, and I was actually laughing in my helmet when they said, mate, you're second, six laps to go. And then this massive vibration come in the car, and then it was all over a lap and a half later. Now, 
Dave, you have your first year, or you almost completed your first year in the V8 Supercars. You hadn't yeah. been to Perth in a V8 before. Yeah. It's known as a low-grip driver's circuit. Yeah. Is this an indication that you are finding your feet and you're finally getting comfortable in these cars? Well, I, I am finally finding my feet. It's just experience these cars. They're, they're, not, they're not the easiest car to drive, and you've sort of got to re, retrain your brain of how to drive a race car. And I'm slowly getting on top of it. Me and my engineer um, uh, are getting a lot better at what I need to go faster. And it's just, it's just a slow process, unfortunately. And then the frustration is you haven't been able to sign that deal for next year. Yeah, I know. It's a bit unfortunate that um, I think Fabian's going to replace me, but all, all, all I can do is, you know, put my best foot forward every time I hit the track and, and um, you know, do, do the best job I can, which I think I've, I've proved I did pretty good on the weekend, even in the second race when I didn't qualify that well and, you know, passed about 10 cars and most, most other cars had their soft tyre, so, you know, the... Ended up not too bad. It was a very good weekend for us, considering that we finished 28th on on the on the Saturday race. Mm. Yeah, it's it's a big difference, isn't it? Second on the racetrack to second last. Yeah, it is, isn't it? It's, it's part of the game. Uh, you had a opportunity this week to have a look at the Homebush circuit for the first time. What were your initial impressions? Uh, yeah, myself, um, the four engineers, and the uh, all the drivers bar Paul Dumbrell flew up um, and we walked around the track and had a look at it and wrote down some notes and it's, it's actually going to be a, quite a tricky track. There's a lot of undulations, quite a quite a few bumps in there and some very difficult corners um, and there's bits that go from like, you know, four or five lanes wide to two lanes wide so passing's going to be pretty minimal but... You know, it's actually actually looks like a very good circuit. I'm looking. I'm very much looking forward to something completely different. It's going to be um, it's going to be bittersweet then at the end of that weekend. Uh, it, it is and it isn't. You know, that's that's part of the game and and that's what we have to deal with. But hopefully, I'm still in still in line for the Dumbrell seat and and if they can find the right funding, I, I hope hopefully they'll they'll put my name on the side of the car. What happens if David Reynolds isn't in V8 Supercars next year? Um, what happens? I haven't got to that road yet, but I dare say I'll still do Euros with the team, and uh, I'll probably go to all the race tracks with them and just try and learn as much as I can for maybe 2011. Mm. Well, Dave, we wish you all the very best for Sydney and uh, all the best with whatever negotiations you have got going on at the moment. Join us next week for more V8 Insiders, only on v8x.com.au.